Hey, this is a podcast. No, wait, it's a comedy podcast. Well, we tried to make it a comedy podcast. And uh, it's not meant to offend anyone. So don't get offended, okay? And wait, there's something else. Oh, yeah, yeah. Listener discretion is advised. Audiomatic presents Our Last Week. Hi Kunal. Hi, hi Paul. What's up? Kunal, I'm having a a day full of conundrums, man. Yeah. Bring it on, yeah. Yeah. So, I'm still in the UK. I'm back in about 2 weeks. Seems like, you know, here basically they've run out of fuel and uh, you know, it's just everything is in chaos. Hmm. Hmm. But but the prime minister is saying that Britain is heralding into a new era. Hmm. It's quite interesting to have a country where the prime minister is saying everything is fantastic and we are the greatest when literally there's no oil in the petrol pumps and shortage of food in the shelves what do you think of this how is that any different from here it's not it's not i mean there basically the prime minister can ignore somebody running over a bunch of people hmm. right so i think that it's a good way to govern where hmm. you just disconnect what is going on hmm. by talking about other things there's a famous lovely hindi phrase bolne mein kya jata hai hmm hmm doesn't cost anything to say things no but i i think that these guys more than just say it at some level yeah. they live in that world they live in their yeah. own bubbles yeah. you know and they yeah. they have to believe yeah. it strongly enough to uh, you know at some level uh, they're not even lying no i mean they are but but it is it is their reality their own made up reality of yeah. how wonderful yeah. things are yeah because the prime minister's car is is not running out of fuel no, and the where? prime minister is not running anyone over no nothing yeah. so i'm saying that like i as a person want to hmm. live my life like them hmm. you know yeah. like i feel yeah. that that yeah. that that i constantly find myself wanting to engage and wanting to stay up to date with the news and what the real world and and i keep feeling you know i keep feeling bogged down by it or sometimes if i get too involved i get depressed by it or just you know and i'm saying that isn't like at some level shouldn't we be like the prime ministers of these countries you know who live yeah. in their yeah. own sort of utopia you know in their yeah. own sort of made up world yeah. where you know like i i would just like to say that i'm i'm very rich you know and i yeah, yeah. And, and i have i have no problems whatsoever and uh, None. Uh, and i'm a wonderful gymnast you know and i'm just saying yes. that i want to just be able to believe these things and just live that life you know it's so difficult to be that way i want to be that way i could sit here and be like i'm the most important stand up comedian in india even though i haven't done a show in years Hmm. And even though other people are doing shows and are the greatest stand-up comedians in India, doesn't matter. But I could believe a different thing. See, and the question is, Paul, what you're saying is absolutely hmm. right. That that isn't it more important 
that that is the image of myself i take to the grave that i was a legend i was a legendary actor you know yeah. other actors used to lick my boots that's how big i was <laughs> yeah. they used to yeah. come and they used to grovel at my feet that's how huge and powerful but i was chut i was nobody you know what i'm saying like yeah. I, i was not but but in my head if i was and i die like that isn't that my reality but see, then see konal how many people are watching films and going to physically go to comedy shows not that many right so yeah. it's whatever reality you want to construct on social media yes right that's who you are i'm saying and the question is not whether <laughs> <laughs> you tell other people you are the greatest actor and other actors lick your boot it's how many people believe that you are that guy yeah that's the thing and 5 6 will believe also 100 look at the premise there are millions the <laughs> look at the premise in both countries there are millions who are like why are we talk about a car accident that never happened yeah hmm. that's why it's almost like a religion right you can't fight with religion right right so it's like that so it's the question is when are you starting your own religion konal that's my question soon yeah <laughs> i feel that i am you know because there's so much news out there and you engage and i think that i'm now primed to mm. be a baba i think that you know the time has come now to just reveal myself to the world as a baba yeah do you have a baba name let's start there then i have two three questions for you like what would you go with is it kunal baba then you sound like a baby no you no you no. sound like the no. youngest son of a wealthy steel family नंदन Yeah. So you need a good. name like that, right? Swami Kunala Swami. That sounds good. Yeah, I think two Swamis because two sh- two three Shrees have been done. So I think two Swamis yeah, yeah, would yeah. be nice. Yeah. Swami Kunala Swami, and yeah. I am Baba Pal, right? Like Baba your sidekick. Yeah. Because I set up those meetings. Nay, five baje darshan nay hoga. You know. Yeah. So I'm that guy. Yeah. I'll keep your schedule. You know, be like, sir, CM CM will come in the evening, sir, seven hmm. to eight. Hmm. You know. But the thing is, for you to be a good Baba Kunal, I think you need a couple of tricks. I do. Either you levitate a little bit, you know, or you know, you can make two oranges balance on your chin or something. You need I because mean, otherwise, what if I was you know, an expert on, you know, like the latest Mac OS? Is that also a qualification? That's good. That's everyone needs a Baba like that. And right. what I'm saying is that you that's an excellent Baba skill, but also Swami skill because I'm the Baba, I guess. Yeah. The the game is though that you have to repair the Mac from a distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like with my mind, I have to say, you know, like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Baba <scan>. Swami, Swami, <laughs> my my entire work is crashed. Swami, <laughs> help me. Swami, Baba, Swami. What model is it? Yeah. It's a MacBook 2001, 14 inches. <laughs> What are you doing mm. holding on to that? But I will solve your problems. <laughs> you chant some nonsense, and it just yeah. comes back to life. Shit, man! I'll worship you. The whole world will worship you if you're that. Guy. I'm telling you that there is an opening there, and I'm saying that you know you don't even need like a long extended warranty or whatever. You know, you just come with your problems, and I just solve it. Because the thing, the thing is, Swami Kunal Swami, the thing is. 
that even if your macbook fails right mm. you can turn around and tell people fine just see my belly roll mm. and people are dumb enough to then switch mm. oh fuck the mac yeah just whoa what a belly roll yeah and then you tell them you know i used to be one of the biggest actors in bollywood i gave it all up to be a swami to serve you yeah and to roll on your macbook so i'm saying that's another thing <laughs> yeah. that i can put the macbook that's another thing. thing and i can roll over it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and then it and then it sorts itself out yeah and that's then you can way. sort of keep then you can keep it hmm. right and then you can what i'm saying is that then you have a whole team of mac repairers who repair it yeah of course you know and so you take 24 hours you're like any other mac service yeah you take 24 hours to repair it but what happens is everyone thinks that it's the belly roll that did it correct and then i can sell you chawan prash also yeah you sell me anything you sell me chawan prash you sell me earrings anything yeah yeah bed covers bed covers that's a brilliant it's a brilliant suggestion kunal yeah i'm having a very rough day a very Why? rough day what happened yeah so my day was going normally mm. okay and i had a show in the evening stand up mm. show mm. then suddenly i got a call saying this really big comedian needs a supporting comedian mm. are you free are you free this may happen may not happen may happen mm. may not happen mm. we have to you have to go very far by train are you ready Hmm. and i'm like i am ready i mean i'm i have to cancel that other show hmm. and they said stand by stand by stand by and i said hmm. okay okay i'm standing by okay and in a couple of hours they said it still may happen may not happen i said okay i'm still standing by relax i'm standing by and then they said not happening it's not happening it's not hmm. happening carry on with your day as is hmm. and my conundrum is that why is it that particularly in our lives comedians and actors we are always standing by Hmm. that the day does not belong to us now i'm feeling bad that i didn't get the show a show that wasn't even on my radar when my morning started now you're disappointed now i'm disappointed and i'm sure this happens with acting also right where they'll call you and say need you for this ad stand by i'm standing by i'm standing by they're like now we don't need you we don't need we got somebody else so i think the moment you're made aware of something hmm. and then it's taken away from you it's a little sad i'm saying isn't it better for my manager or the promoters to not tell me that these things are happening in the world see that's where they need to protect people you know because otherwise it's a <laughs> constant day that that is the primary job is to you know just be that buffer between this yeah. constant disappointment because honestly of all these teases that come you know that oh there's a friday yeah. there's an ad friday you know then we're going to this thing they want they want to shoot four days in new zealand whatever you know all this yeah. will happen yeah. and then the next call you'll get is acha not happening huh? oh okay listen that didn't work uh. out no they went another way and you're constantly faced with disappointment or i mean because out of yeah. out of 10 things maybe one or two will work out you know and you'll you you make a living so how much does a person build up something for you because as performers and actors and all you're constantly only dealing with mostly rejection people think that you know it's mostly. like this but mostly only dealing with rejection especially if you're starting out and and, and every day people hmm. are turning you down in rooms that you're not in yeah you're not even no, aware no no not that guy not that you're you're not, not even guy. aware of the how much rejection you're facing it's fortunate <laughs> that you're you know you're being rejected without your knowledge which is great you yeah. know, please reject yeah. me in your own space and in your own room without me knowing because if you constantly yeah. tell me hey hi listen hello yeah listen we don't want you huh we don't want you <laughs> that is a little bit disappointing but you see the most interesting thing is that 
whole day hmm. in our lives people think that we are doing this that and the other but we are actually waiting to be rejected hmm. Hmm. you know we are waiting for that call to come and say your day is free they've rejected you hmm. okay okay i can go and now have dinner you know hmm. so a lot of our time is spent in waiting around for other people to decide that they hate you hmm. Hmm. you know so you can't even do anything i think one of the when someone says i'm a successful artist hmm. it basically means that at least they know what they're doing with their day and you know I, I, a successful artist is one who has a little more control over their own time that's basically and it. life and life yeah. yeah and for many people success is just being able to say you know i'm not available i'm not i'm, I'm not, not available. I, and i'm, I'm not, not even doing, doing anything this. else but i i'm i don't want no. to do this no no i i don't like to do this I I don't want to interact with you. I don't like you. You know, like <laughs> whatever New yeah. Zealand, it's fine. Yeah. I'm not coming. I don't like you. I don't. What like... I'm saying is that I I may love this big comedian, okay? Yeah. But if I was truly successful, yeah, I'd be able to say no in the afternoon. I'm going to do a podcast with Konal, and then I'm going to just relax, lie on my ass. Yeah. Yeah. And roll from one side of my bed to the other. Yeah. Just practice how to be a swami. I want to do that. Right? Yeah. My favorite is a college friend of mine in mm-hmm. in America, who spent fifteen years of his life as an understudy for a Broadway play, mm. a musical, Phantom of the Opera. Mm. He met his wife there. They had a child there. They put the child through school every day. He would go in the evening, mm. dress up like the main character, Phantom of the Opera, and sit. Mm. And at night they'd say, "Thank you, we don't need you." And it was a full salaried job. Mm. So for 15 years he didn't act. Hmm. He just went and he was an understudy. Hmm. And he loved it. Hmm. It was the best job in the world. Hmm. You know that in the musical there's that guy, right? He's he has that mask on and he's the yeah. phantom of the opera, yeah, the yeah. main guy. Yeah. So that that character, this guy just sat there, you know, for hmm. for years. Hmm. And he put his kids through college, hmm. but he used to get paid for not performing. Hmm. Like once in a while they tell him we might need you tonight we might need you huh? that guy is sick he's no he's coming he's coming he's fine so i'm saying that how do you then judge his art was his art <laughs> <laughs> you know see he was a he was an artist because he made a living from art art he, he made, made his living, living you know? in the arts he didn't he yeah. i mean it's like saying you know it's like saying that you know i was a great painter uh, yeah. but did you paint anything no i was a backup no. painter to michael and as in yeah. he like yeah. in case he hurt his arm or something then i would come in but did he ever hurt his arm no he didn't hurt so now how do i judge that person i could have been great but like i didn't i didn't ever get strike but see that's the thing of what is an artist is it a person who spends his whole life just doing the thing in small opportunities when he gets it and just making a living hmm. or is it someone who says no fuck off i don't want to do this Five years later, I'll do this magnum opus, and the world will talk about it. You know, like who is a successful artist? But is it important for the artist's work to actually mm. be seen by anyone? No, no, I don't think so. I don't think it is important because I'm saying that a person no. could be the most amazing artist, and I'm sure there are many in the world who don't put their work on Instagram, who don't have exhibitions in galleries, who are wonderful artists. but yeah. they as in they just do it for themselves and they and they don't even show it to anyone but i'm saying that does art need an audience or it just exists i think the difficulty is when money gets involved right like if there's a guy who works for the shipping corporation 
and every night he goes home and paints he's not hmm. bothering anyone right right he's not telling his kids listen i may be able to spend all the nights with you guys or no nights with you guys because i have to be on on call to go and paint something very quickly hmm. Hmm. right he's not doing that he's got his income now he's doing something for fun hmm so he can tell anyone to fuck off right yeah i'm saying that when you're an artist and this is your only income Hmm. Then 90% of the time you're working on something that's paying you that you don't hmm. want to do. Correct. Right? Like I'm saying even Michelangelo when hmm. he got commissioned by the Pope. Hmm. I mean it's the Pope. How is he going to say no, right? Yeah. Hey, listen, I need Michelangelo, I need the ceiling done huh, of the Sistine Chapel. Hmm. And he's like, "Oh, boss, I don't really want to do the Sistine Chapel, man. It's just how will I do it? I have to stand on my back and it's upside down. I have to paint for years." say yeah but i'm not giving you a choice i'm the pope hmm they say you're good i need you you like are you paying market rates no we are the church we're not paying market rates we'll pay you less than market rates hmm fuck man you know like hmm. but michelangelo had to show up for 20 years and do it yeah and today people are like this is michelangelo's greatest work the sistine chapel but is it really you know hmm. like in his head he's thinking shit that sculpture i wanted to do it's waiting now what am i supposed to do I'm stuck over here, man. Doing this bloody shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think most people even realize when they're doing a great piece of work that it's a great piece of work. Correct. You know, they've just shown up. They're getting paid. They're annoyed because they have to do some other thing. You know. So I'm saying the other problem with artists is that they don't even realize when they're in a masterpiece. Yeah. Even when you're writing it, you don't know. It's oh shit! This is some script I have to finish for somebody. Yeah, um, of course. When you're and doing those it, are the you don't best. Know. Yeah. Those are the best scripts because you know it's nothing's going to happen to it so you don't think about it. Yeah, and but what right what you think is whatever and then yeah. it becomes a massive hit and then you say oh I always knew etc. Yeah, but the irritating thing is that in today's day and age from yeah. the writer to the actors to the director have already decided that it is a masterpiece before they're doing it, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. So they've decided like the you know I'm working on something very serious now. going to be big and it's, uh, it's going to be very so uh, yeah and something that a lot of people have like now the trend is, is to build it up before it's a thing and then to build it up so much that even like critics and all that stuff have to say that you know oh it is something everybody is a swami you need to make your reality you need enough people to believe yeah kuran yes another conundrum for you okay i saw james bond Oh you did how was it James Bond Kunal in the hmm. new James Bond as a wife and a child has a wife and a child I won't spoil it for you this is like quite given right um, it's quite well known he's got a wife and a child and I want to know how you feel about that I mean James Bond one of his main things is that he's international ladies man hmm I mean I know we live in a politically correct world but are we ready to see James Bond making you know breakfast for his child are we there yet like scrambled eggs not shaken not stirred yeah. that kind of thing <laughs> yeah, yeah it's james bond meets family man you know it's what i'm saying is that's where we is that what the modern world is but my question to you is james bond's thing should be i mean people say okay you know in the modern world in post me too you can't have a character who's you know just going around Uh, making up with different women he's a predator he's this he's that but at the same time does it work if that is the character hmm. 
does it work if you give him a family is the is the answer giving him a family you know like sherlock holmes hmm. would it work if he had a wife and a child i mean the whole point of sherlock holmes is that he's a bit lonely and he lives with that other guy and he is a bit creepy but he's a genius the james bond's whole thing is he has no attachments right yeah but as you see like i i like whenever i saw james bond and i think like daniel craig played it a little more obviously i always saw him as a very sad character like a lonely very sad man. it's a very lonely. sad sad life as in and and a lot of insecurities a lot of you know you need to sleep with women to prove something to yourself i i mean those were actually like people saw them as like oh so suave and all i just constantly saw it as what is this guy trying to prove to himself you know yeah. or to anyone yeah, else yeah 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 but but it was interesting because you felt like oh you know th- this is actually like these are actual flaws that's what was interesting now as in now if you if if he settled down and with a wife and kid and all that then i mean then at least i'd want some you know like maybe then he, i want to see him sad and lonely doing that that uh-huh. then you need to explore just that world you know that then uh, what would james bond do at a parent teacher meeting you know or what yeah, would he yeah, do yeah. like if his child is in a 100 meter race what would he yeah. do i'm saying that, that you know those are the things that you know like if he's washing a load and the washing machine something he thinks it's a bomb i don't know like what are the what yeah. are the problems that he, he faces and in, then you go all the way but again it is it is a genre that's been done yes correct 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 but james bond was not that guy right no he was not I mean, and you know i'm saying that now if you had james bond and he had to figure out you know he's book making a booking on make my trip and then he has to go into an oyo room and they're like sir this is the only room we have available sorry like i this is not it i had booked a, a, a like a suite this is what what is this this is overlooking a nala i'm saying you know then you get into james bond <laughs> the domestic era james bond trying to go on a holiday and all that it's not the same like why we watch james bond is for that that yeah. you know that everything was kind of looked after he just had to fight kill villains solve some crime yeah. figure out and all but apart from that you know he had passports for every country he had weapons yeah. everywhere he could like you know he would be on a flight and the air hostess would slip him some message and then it would explode i'm saying you know now if you say that that no one told are, james bond you're, you're sorry you're sitting in the wrong seat or please put yeah. your mask on properly you know like yeah. this was not james bond's problem It's like you know you're running a load and saying you're mixing the color with the white. What are you doing? What is this? <laughs> then you can then I'm saying even further you can have an Indian James Bond, right? The Indian James Bond will question everything. You know, vodka martini, shaken not stirred. One second, how much is it? <laughs> That's yeah. what the Indian James Bond would do, right? Yeah, yeah. He'd say, how much is it? He said, sir, vodka martini. You came after happy hour, so it's full price. Okay, then don't Achha, give me the grey goose then. Then give it to me. <laughs> give it to me, Alka Sir. Sir, we don't have Alka Sir. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you? What have you got? Sir, we have Smanoff. Sorry, yar. Okay, I don't. Okay, give it with Smanoff. <laughs> Sir, are you staying with us? No, yeah, I could get a room here. I'm not staying with you. I'm at the Oyo across the road. <laughs> Quick final conundrum, Kunal. Hmm. Big Bollywood actor, hmm. his son has been uh, arrested, detained by the Narcotics Bureau. Now, obviously, the news channels are going crazy. I assume you've seen some of the headlines. 
um, India is is getting into it by saying, you know, what are these kids up to, etc. My question is slightly different. My question is, what kind of, what mode of long distance transportation would you be up for doing narcotics on? Uh, is it yachts, ships, trains, balloons, aeroplanes, what? Mm. Well, that's interesting. Mm. I, I actually feel I, I need to be completely comfortable in the space, I guess, where I would yeah. try narcotics. Yeah. But because I, I, I mean, I don't want to feel two risks at the same time, you know, the risk of doing the narcotics yeah. and then the risk of yeah. you know drowning or like crashing in a plane. Or I, f- I feel I need to be on stable ground. I mean, I thought I thought a balloon would be nice to do narcotics in. Oh, but why? You're already getting high. How much higher do you want to get? You in a balloon? Then uh-huh, you. Ah, that's have... true. You're physically getting higher. What about a rickshaw, uh, an auto rickshaw, or even a rickshaw, old school Calcutta rickshaw, being pulled by a person? No, I can just imagine. High? What do you think? No, I think I'd I'd just end up throwing up or something in one of those things. I don't. <laughs> but also, you pointed out something that. Uh, in a yacht, hmm. yacht party, or in a cruise cruise vessel like this was, big cruise ship, you would also hesitate because you don't know everybody there. You're not uh, sure of the terms of carriage. Yeah, you had other concerns. Yeah, you said. I I mean I I I just don't know whether you know this is the environment to let my hair down. I guess that that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that you know, like ultimately, if yeah, you want to just yeah. like go crazy and like you want to just go completely nuts and start, you know. Uh, crawling on the floor so was or that just a, humping a wall. Was that a or, drugs drugs noise? It was it was my drugs sort of uh, noise, yeah. which I don't know. I, I don't think I've ever done that in any state. But yeah, I'm just saying that, you know, if you want to just go crazy, wouldn't you want to do it in like a environment where you feel like safe? But I guess, I don't know. I, I just want to feel comfortable. No, I am with you. I'm with you. But I'm also a different generation, right? Like, I think there are some young people who can do drugs anyway, yeah, you know? Yeah. At a parent-teacher meeting or on a bridge or in the emergency room, at a cathedral. Yeah. You know, they're much more comfortable with drugs. Yeah. Um, you know, there are people like, oh, let's pull out a joint. They could be anywhere. Hmm. And I don't have that sense of confidence of just pulling out a joint anywhere. Hmm. Because I don't have a joint. Hmm. That's part of the problem. I don't know what to pull out. Yeah. No, I'm just trying to you know, think, but you know, what is the situation yeah, in which yeah. I would like, like what kind of transport would I like to sort of be on? Yeah. Normal taxi, long distance taxi, Uber, no, you know, no. is there any, anywhere where you just, just, uh, you know, like, start doing some hard drugs. Like another human has to deal with me in a state that I don't even know whether, you know, I'm myself or... Like you were describing, sorry I cut you off, you were describing that state which is crawling crawling on the floor, humping a wall. Yeah. There are two, three things that you said that you might do. And and the thing is that, I like, I'm fine. Like, like should you or should you not get to choose who gets to witness that, you know? Or, or is that... <laughs> like, even there, even there you don't have any choice, you know? Like, it's just, oh, it's just the people who are there and they just got to see this. And maybe that comes with age, you know, that's when you realize, do I want this person to see me naked shouting, I am Baba Kunala Swami? Yeah. Because I've just, I've just done some mushrooms. Yeah. Or do I just want to sit quietly and talk about, you know, all the stuff I'm getting rejected for sober? Yeah. It's an age thing. You know, I think young people will be like, I don't care. Yeah. Let him see my bum. Hmm. I don't care. 
No, I mm-hmm. I also don't care if people see my bum, but I they, I expect to be paid then. You know, then I expect that <laughs> like if I'm going to put on a show and hump a wall, then I expect <laughs> some money at the end of it. Then you're full, fully sober. Yeah. Then you're looking at it as a work assignment. Then it's a then it's you're my fully job. Sober. Yeah. <laughs> then, then it's not like, was on drugs. He wasn't on drugs. A man was. Arre, he was paid. This. He was paid to do that. Oh, okay, that explains it. <laughs> he was be- pretending to be a drug addict. Because I have, I have done that. I think I have humped a wall or a floor or something like that for money. And I think that yeah, for a film, for a film, and you know, or gyrated yeah. against something. So I mean, if someone's paying, that's a separate issue. But if I'm paying now, yeah, I'm you- paying yeah. now. Why should others get to see me? I'm saying that now. Why should I Correct. be an attraction? Is my is my thing? You You'd know? rather do drugs quietly in your own house, yeah. and set it on fire or whatever. But in your private place of insanity. And the problem is that I generally charge for that. That's the issue. You know, like then, <laughs> <laughs> that if if you are going to witness some of this, then because of the trade that I'm in, you know. Yeah, yeah. In fact, if you're playing a, 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 you know, a guy high on drugs who goes crazy, you are extra sober for that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you want you want my reaction on drugs, I'll give it to you. Hmm. But it comes with TDS. Yeah, and GST. <laughs> Kural, this has been our last week. This I'm has. sorry I've been in such a mess today. Um, but as Swami, Kunal Swami Baba, you will forgive me. Of course, and I will roll over your mind. Also realize that, or me, you can roll over me, That's which is true. going to be disturbing and erotic and unnecessary. Yeah, I have to be high on drugs. <laughs> You'd have to be, yeah. Uh, but uh, our listeners can send in their conundrums to our last week at audiomatic.in. They should do that. And if you have any questions, queries, conundrums, please write in to that address when Swami Kunala Swami will address those. And I will take a cash payment only. Yeah. No drugs. Bye. Shanti. You were listening to Our Last Week. Produced by Rajesh Tahil and Avdut Khanolkar. Hosted by Anubhav Pal and Kunal Roy Kapoor. Assistant producers Akansha Kadam and Rahul Vaswani. Listener.